There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Nurtured Heart Approach September 2018 podcast. I'm Stephanie Rule, your host for today, and our topic for this month is back to school educational success. My guests and I will be discussing how to infuse NHA into the sometimes arduous transition from summer break back into the school year. We would love for you to subscribe to our NHA podcast through iTunes or Blog Talk Radio so you can receive notifications about new episodes every month. You can find the Children's Success Foundation on social media by searching CSS is Greatness. You can explore our website, childrensuccessfoundation.com, to find a trainer near you. Or if you're ready to notch up your understanding of NHA to even deeper levels, you can register for our upcoming Certification Training Intensive, or CTI, in Tucson this January. Registration is now open on our website. Before we get into our discussion for today, I would like to introduce myself and today's guest. I am Stephanie Rule, a trained school counselor and advanced trainer in the Nurtured Heart Approach. I also work for the Children's Success Foundation to steward the work of the Nurtured Heart Approach around the world. I'm a wife and a mother of two creative, caring, and loving children, and all together we live in a Nurtured Heart household. And I'm very excited to introduce my guests for today's show. Our first guest is Anne Bell Worley. Anne is a Nurtured Heart Approach advanced trainer and the author of an original storybook series based on NHA called Everyday Miracles. To date, she has published two books, Saturday Surprise, which focuses solely on active recognition, and Playtime Pickle, which adds experiential recognition to the mix. Once complete, there will be four books in the series, each one introducing another NHA recognition technique. Although the books are written to engage and entertain children, their primary focus is to introduce adult readers to Nurtured Heart Approach and serve as a model for how to interact with children in the NHA spirit in everyday tricky situations. Books aside, Anne's true NHA credentials come from being a mom to two highly intense children, the first of whom inspired her in near desperation to find a different way to parent. Anne is passionate (laughs) about the Nurtured Heart Approach because it has made such a profound difference in her life and in her relationships with her children. Anne is a member of the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators, a published hymn author, and an ordained minister with degrees in music and divinity from Baylor University. Before assuming her most challenging role as a mother, she worked as an associate pastor in San Antonio and Dallas, Texas, and a recruiter for nonprofit organizations in Chicago. Always a creative spirit, Anne channeled the everyday stresses of parenting into the Everyday Miracles series. She lives with her husband, Todd, children, Isaac and Jillian, and their new puppy, Murphy, in Spring, Texas. Welcome, Anne. 
Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm glad you're here. And I just ordered my Playtime Pickle book, and it should be here soon. I'm very excited about it. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much for telling me. Oh, you're welcome. So I'd love to move into introducing our second guest for today's show, and her name is Christy Munch. Christy is a second-grade teacher in Janesville, Wisconsin, and an advanced NHA trainer. She grew up in Iowa, but left for Chicago immediately after high school to begin her journey toward nurturing passion. In the Chicago area, she trained and performed as a dancer and studied theater. When the time was right to go to college, she first studied sign language interpreting and went on to graduate from Illinois State University with a BSW. She moved back to Chicago, earned a master's in interdisciplinary arts education from Columbia College and discovered her passion for choreography and costume design. After an incredible journey in the performing arts for over a decade, she went back to earn a master's degree in elementary education in 2001 to build relationships through teaching. As a teacher, she has taught middle school speech and drama, sixth grade and fourth grade. She now teaches in a personalized learning second grade classroom which is ripe with opportunities to nurture the hearts of little ones and build amazing inner portfolios. Ever determined to capture passion, she earned her national board certification in 2015. Shortly thereafter, she was introduced to the world of the Nurtured Heart Approach by Tammy Holden Arnold and has been nurturing this passion ever since. Christy serves to build a strong NHA foundation in Janesville by offering NHA workshops through the School District of Janesville and leading by example. Welcome, Christy. I'm so glad to have you here with us today. It is truly a pleasure. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so very welcome. So, ladies, let's take just a quick minute before we dive into our discussion today about having a successful reentry back into school. And let's just share a 30 second definition of what NHA is. I'd love to hear um, the different perspectives of my guests of how they define nurtured heart, because I think we each bring a a unique perspective um, to this definition. So, uh, Anne, if you don't mind, I would love to hear how you describe the nurtured heart approach to someone who's just hearing about it for the first time. Sure. So there are a few words that stand out to me um, that I always like to use when describing nurtured heart approach Um, The first one is that I like to say it's an accessible parenting method because Mm. I feel like people, um, you know, who are in a similar situation to what I was in with some very intense kiddos at home um, feel like there are so many different parenting methods out there and that you almost have to get um, an advanced degree in um, psychology to be able to learn some of them to work Mm. with your tricky kids and Um, For me, when I discovered Nurtured Heart Approach and uh, worked with a trainer in my home, seeing it um, in action, seeing it modeled for me, uh, and then just reading the books and trying um, the methods for me was a very accessible thing, and I could see an immediate change in my child. And I think, you know, a lot of parents um, who who are in situations where their kids are are providing, uh, you know, um, tricky behaviors around every corner feel very intimidated about Mm -hmm. learning a new way to be with their kids. And so accessible is a word that stands out to me. 
I also like to say that um, it is a mindful approach to working with children um, because it teaches us as the adult or the grown-up in the room um, how to pause in time and really um, respond to the kiddos in our life with our full attention and intentionality. Um, and the third thing I like to say is that it's, uh, it's really about transforming behavior from the inside out. We're not trying to just get our kids to act differently. Um, we are changing the way that they see themselves, and the behavior change comes from that. Mm. That was a, indeed, this is exactly what I'm talking about. That was a very unique perspective and spin on the definition <laughs> of nurtured heart. So thank you for sharing that. I love the um, accessibility piece. Uh, that's a piece that I haven't really, I haven't personally even thought about the truth of that. And that is very real and genuine for so many parents. The fact that this particular approach is so accessible to all people. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for sharing. Christy, I would love to hear what your personal definition is of nurtured heart. Well, sure. And, um, and I just want to say it's so inspiring to hear um, a parent talk about the nurture mm-hmm. heart approach, you know, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I see my students at school, it's so, it just does my heart so good to think that some of them are going home to a nurtured heart, heart household mm-hmm. also. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, when I think about the nurtured heart approach, um, for me, it's like a practice, like yoga. Mm-hmm is a practice. Um, it's an ever, it's an ongoing, ever-changing um, understanding um, of, you know, how to breathe in with your energy and how to perceive the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's something that, you know, I think will change and grow Every day, even just hearing you talk mm. in, I, mm. you know, I got a different shade of it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's such mm. a beautiful thing about it also is it's such a living um, practice. And yes. it's, yeah, and it's, it's like the energy that you have when you are in a, in a personal reset or um, you're acknowledging mm-hmm. someone, you're, you're taking that energy and you're moving it forward. And really viscerally, I can feel um, my, my body relax and my, my whole energy changes in that moment. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really been, it really changed my teaching from the get-go when I first mm-hmm. learned about it. And um, so what I, I try to share with people is it's like a practice. It's like yoga, you know. You'll discover yourself through it, and it's about, you know, if you can accept the idea that, you know, positivity and maybe not so great positivity, you know, exists at the same time that you're choosing to acknowledge the things that are working, mm-hmm. you know, in every second, and you're breathing through that to move forward. Absolutely. I love mm-hmm. the, the living practice, Christy. That mm-hmm. is so real and um you know it's it, it you spoke to the what i what i like to refer to nurtured heart as is the nurtured heart onion because the reason why i love to hear everybody's thumbnails or definition of nurtured heart is because it's different there's a different layer and everybody's at a mm-hmm. different a different place 
in their journey with Nurtured Heart. And so at mm-hmm. each different place in your journey, you define it differently, mm-hmm. what Nurtured Heart is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. having our, you know, just thinking about all the listeners we have out there from very experienced trainers in Nurtured Heart to people who mm-hmm. haven't even taken a class yet in Nurtured Heart. Mm-hmm. It's great to have all these different um, different layers of the journey and how to define Nurtured Heart at each, each place. So I appreciate both of you guys for sharing your perspective. That was really unique, both of them. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. let's talk about infusing the nurtured heart approach into the sometimes challenging transition from summer into the school year. What I'm really excited about for this discussion is, you know, Christy, you kind of touched on this a bit already. What is um, I'm excited about the fact that we have both a parental perspective on this, as well as a teacher perspective of bringing the principles of NHA into the transition that so many of us are experiencing like right now right? Because it's the mm-hmm. beginning of the school year. This is real time mm-hmm. for people right now. And it's so yeah. important to be able to have that perspective as a parent of how hard our teachers are working to help make this transition mm-hmm. as as possible, as well as for our teachers mm-hmm. to be able to have the perspective of what parents are experiencing during this transition. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'd love to start off our conversation by hearing from both of you guys about the difference of um, that having nurtured heart in your lives has made for you during this transitional period? Who would like to um, well, dive in? <laughs> I'll go first. This is Christy. Okay. Yes. Excuse me. Well, I um, reset myself many times every day, and <laughs> it's 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 no it's no yeah, and it's no secret that you know anytime. You you know like when teachers we start the year and there's just like every day your to do list grows longer, and um, I resetting myself because sometimes you know you get that wave of oh my gosh I can't do this or I don't know where to start, mm-hmm. and you know this this inner portfolio has really given me the tools to um, not to use the word too much but to breathe through. You know my mm. my anxiety in the moment um, to tap into um, my strengths and and also to like I said before to really see you know what's what's going right in this moment what's what's great about this moment mm. and you said the mm-hmm. challenging you know transition into school it's that word challenging is really um, an opportunity for greatness. Ooh, I like that. You know, yeah, because that's a that's, great spin to put on that. Yeah, because if you can breathe into that, that's your, you know, your mm. abilities to move through that is really what, um, you know, we hear so much is, you know, your greatness to your greatness, showing your greatness, and really it mm. is. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting to me because I can't help but notice the. Um, it's almost like uh, two sides of the same coin that some of what um, Christy and other educators experience at the beginning of the school year um, is kind of like what I experienced at the beginning of the summer. <laughs> My kids are going to be home, you know, for so much of the day that I've grown accustomed to them being at school. And I, 
you know, I mm-hmm. think, oh, my goodness, and I have to reset myself many times mm-hmm. every day. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a different way that I have to um, prepare for the time. And mm-hmm. for me, as a parent at the beginning of this school year, um, there is this, uh, and, and possibly because I have two very intense children, there is this sense of, of relief that my kids are going to, um, you know, a place where they're going to be cared for and tended to and learning um, for several hours of the day. Um, but, but for me, that means a number of different things. And one is, for me, oftentimes, it's a big reset from things that didn't go so well during the summer. It's a time for me to breathe in a different uh, kind of time than what I've had and um, to prepare for the time that I do have with my children at the end of the school day and to make that time richer. Um, And it's also uh, a great time for me to um, appreciate the educators who are caring for my children and um, when I think about uh, the, the kind of um, motivation that uh, sends someone into being an educator and the amount of time and energy and love that um, school teachers and counselors are giving to my children, it truly is overwhelming to me. Um, and it helps me to remember that I want to be establishing beneficial connections with the um, with the teachers and the administration at my kids' schools and encouraging them in the work that they do because it's hard work, and I know that it is, you know. Um, so those are a few thoughts that come to my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, um, the making that connection with the parents in the community is so important from a teacher's perspective, too, because... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, as we, as I approach, you know, my students, you know, from a nurtured heart approach, the parents are an extension of them, and mm-hmm. I think one of my big intent, my big intentions this year is to, um, you know, practice a nurtured heart on the parents also, and to be able mm-hmm. to, when they come in for that first conference, to recognize you know, their greatness also. And I'm really excited to see how, you know, how that's going to um, blossom out, you know, mm-hmm. this year. Because um, it wasn't that wasn't my intent. Like, I didn't hold that intention last year. But this year, um, I'm really going to be holding that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I, I love that because I feel like that works as um, that bridge that we always talk about between mm-hmm. home and school, um, Mm -hmm. I think that branching, reaching out to the parents um, and using Nurtured Heart with them and talking about Mm -hmm. what's going well and what they're doing that's that's successful with their children or what their Mm -hmm. children Mm -hmm. are doing that is successful, you know, I think that that is Mm -hmm. key to to starting Mm -hmm. that bridge, to laying the foundation for the bridge to even exist. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really like flips. It really, you know, flips it um, upside down in a good way. It flips, flips it right side up. Let's say, you know, right. where mm-hmm. you're communicating with the parents to acknowledge greatness things um, versus, um, you know, like Sammy ran down the hall today. You know what I'm saying? 
to really right. acknowledge the yes. things that the child is doing right or great and um, with the parent also. And um, so mm-hmm. it's just an infinite relationship and versus, um, you know, only communicating with, you know, things that might not be going so smoothly during the day. I think that's right. super important. I think a lot of parents and I think that and, mm-hmm, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say I think that um, that's something that parents can really strive to do as well because I can mm-hmm. imagine that um, you know from a teacher perspective or a school perspective, you know you you probably get a lot of um, you know uh, complaints or concerns kinds of calls. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I've been very fortunate in the school uh, that my children have attended, but um, even when we've had some tricky times, uh, especially with my son, um, we have always really worked to have a good relationship with, um, with the schools and with the teachers. And part of that is sort of a mutual um, recognition that we are all working for the benefit of this mm-hmm. child. And, yeah. um, you know, Chrissy, I hear you saying that you, you know, are, are making that a priority to convey that to your parents. And I think that parents can really do that with teachers as well. Mm-hmm. 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 And it's teachers so can do it with each other. <laughs> right. And so yeah. To the nurtured heart saying, well, how do I, parents, I should say, parents come to learn the nurtured heart, and then they say, well, what, how do I bring this to my teacher? How do I get this into my kid's mm-hmm. school? That's, like, mm-hmm. one of the most common questions we get as trainers, mm-hmm. and um, I think that what you guys are discussing right now is the foundational piece to how to do that, you know, by mm-hmm. modeling and, and leading by example, um, like your bio said, Christy, and living the nurtured heart approach and being it with the parents as, as, as vice versa. If you're the teacher being nurtured heart with parents and if you're the parent mm-hmm. being nurtured heart with the teacher um, and that mm-hmm. opens it up, that opens up the mm-hmm. uh, communication between school and home. And mm-hmm. it also opens up the ability to, you know, when, if, and when things start to get tricky with your kid at school and your teacher starts to struggle with your kid at school, that opens, Having mm-hmm. laid that foundation from the get-go can help um, yeah. mm-hmm. the teachers to be more open, I would imagine, to hearing mm-hmm. about nurtured hearts. I don't know if mm-hmm. you have anything yeah. to add to that, Christine, as the teacher. Well, just as you were speaking, I got this um, image of, you know, from the CTIs, the slide that is the, the big white slide with the little purple dot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a big white page, and then in the bottom corner, there's just a little purple dot. And you know, what do you see? And you can think about the the white space being all the great behaviors, and the little purple dot, the not so great behaviors. And you want to focus on the white space, or flip it, the the white space or the not so great behaviors, and the little purple dot is the great behavior. Either way, you want to focus on the, the great things to grow them. Mm-hmm. Right. And, right. Um, yeah. I don't know if I answered your question, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, it's just. <laughs> no, I think that this is all a great um, 
great conversation because you're right. I mean, if you focus, if you're focusing on what's going right in the moment between you as a teacher with the child's relationship or mm-hmm. you as a parent relationship, um, if you're mm-hmm. focusing on what's going right, then you're going to open up the, the communication mm-hmm. for more of that. As we all know, mm-hmm. normally we focus on what's not going right when we're talking about between school and home, because that's what we, that's all right. we know how to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right. that breeds, as you know, as you guys know, that breeds more of that negative skin, whether it's mm-hmm. negative behaviors from the child or negative communication between school and home. So focusing on what's going right, whether, you know, the white space around the dot or Mm-hmm. whichever way you want to see that yeah absolutely right, right and that really shapes the way that others experience the same you know the same uh situation so if i as the parent focus on what's going right that helps to shape the way the teacher sees the situation also and vice versa if the teacher right um, right, right. You know, uh, focuses on what's going right. That shapes the way the the parent sees the child and sees the situation. And so it it really is a um, a perspective that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. On the on the on the on the idea of the of the transition, you know, from summer into the school year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of preparation that teachers do behind the scenes with lists and, mm-hmm. you know, whatnot. And then it comes for op- our open house where the students bring in the supplies and the parent accompanies the student. And, um, uh, you know, this, the nurtured heart approach is especially good for people who might kind of tend to be on the shy side. And mm-hmm. um, that happens to me sometimes. And during this open house, I... It was really overwhelming, lots of stimulus and kids coming and going, and I just started to um, recognize what kids were doing. Oh, I see you brought Mm. your bag of supplies. Oh, I see you opening your desk. Look at you. You're putting your things in the desk. And it was so, um, it just relieved all of that getting to know you. And Mm. um, it really was so effective as a way to bond with 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 the child you know, and really make that connection. And I yeah. noticed in the first couple of days of school that I, that I, you know, really pulled that out and did that a lot also. Yeah. Um, and there's just something magical when you're getting to know a kid, I think, when you just recognize simply what they're doing. I love yeah. that. It's it like, really felt like you see them. It's like the, the Nurtured Heart Recognition provides the roadmap to how to get to know mm-hmm. you. You know, mm-hmm. that's so fantastic. Mm-hmm. That was a great image. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that it also, um, you know, it makes such an immediate connection with the child also that it can reduce mm-hmm. a child's level of stress in the beginning. Yeah. Because a child so. who is stressed can't learn. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're actually mm-hmm. in that same interaction building mm-hmm. a better foundation for learning. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a kiddo who has very, very high anxiety. And so Mm -hmm. um, anything that is done to make him feel like he will be appreciated and noticed and Mm -hmm. um, held as valuable in the classroom will help him to be a better learner, not just a better Mm -hmm. behaved kid. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so that, this is a great conversation. So what Christy said about using the nurtured heart recognition, um, specifically, she, you know, speaking about active recognition, that would help mm -hmm. your little kiddo who, or any mm -hmm. other kiddos that are like yours, um, and who yeah. have anxiety mm -hmm. or any other, anything that, that makes, um, makes them feel stressed out in general at right. school, particularly in the beginning of the school year, because any kind of transition in anyone's life at any age mm -hmm. is tricky. Transitions are mm -hmm. hard. Right. And so yeah. right. uh, having that, that tool in, in our tool belt for teachers to be able to use the recognition with, with kids uh, is, is, uh, it's beautiful. It's really, mm -hmm. truly a beautiful um, relationship creator. Powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, speaking of the difficulty of uh, uh, of making a transition, I mean, kids go from being super free in the summertime, you know, essentially, <laughs> for the most part, they get to be <laughs> for want. better or worse, <laughs> for better or worse, right? <laughs> to you know, moving into this n new mm -hmm. classroom potentially, new teacher potentially, um, new rules, mm -hmm. new structure, structure period mm -hmm. for who are moving out of summer. And, um, and it's, it's, it's tricky. It's difficult. And I, you know, there are kids who will come home, they'll be fine at school. Right. And then they bring mm -hmm. the exhaustion and the stress home. So, mm -hmm. and I'd love to hear, you know, what your thoughts are on how to use this, the three stands and nurtured heart with your kiddo when they come home from school every day, what do you do? How do you do that with them? Mm -hmm. That is a beautiful question, and I think that <laughs> it actually starts before they come home. Um, I think I may have said this a minute ago, but I, for me, the beginning of the school year is like a big reset. It's like a, a time for me to, to breathe in, breathe out, um, to, you know, wherever I have felt um, depleted, whether I haven't had enough rest, or enough time to myself, because um, I'm someone who needs a lot of time to myself. So it's a time to ease back into, um, you know, a place that is more comfortable for me. Mm. Confession. <laughs> I and, really, really and, appreciate that you shared that. Because that's really important. Nurtured Heart is about, is not about, like you said, I think it was you, Anne, who said earlier, it's not about changing our children's behavior. Um, it's, it's really, it's really, truly, it's really, truly the secret is, and we all know this, it's about ourselves and how we take care yes. of ourselves so that we can then turn yes. around and take care of our children, whether you're a parent or a teacher or both. That's Sorry, right. Anna. That's exactly right. No, it's, it's fine. You're exactly right. And, and what I have to do, you know, when the school year starts is think about okay, where have things fallen through the cracks when I've gotten more frenzied toward the end of the summer and how can I um, replenish my well and my need for, um, you know, peacefulness and um, whatever it is that I need to be able to truly connect with my children at the end of the day. And so that is part of my um, work is to, get back into some routines that support a beneficial relationship with my kids. Mm -hmm. And so then when I pick up my kids from school, I do try to ask several specific 
questions um, just to make that – they're not exactly um, active recognition, but they have the same sort of specificity um, mm-hmm. to just ask some things to help the kids tell me about their day, like um, who did you sit by at lunch today? Mm-hmm. Or um, was there anything that happened today at school that was really hard um, or really easy? Or was there anything funny that happened today? Those are just some of my go-to things that I'll ask and start a little bit of conversation. Usually from that, I can tell if my child is too tired to be talking, and that tells me, okay, we'll just have a little space and that's fine. Um, or it gives me just a hint about their day, and so it, it's a, a small connection that we've made. And um, when I have uh, properly filled my well, as I need to do, it is much, much easier for me then as a parent to um, be able to make the connections of stand two and really recognize my kids in a positive way and super load them with um, uh, the understanding that I will connect with them over the good things. And um, Mm -hmm. on the other hand, to be um, uh, firm enough that I will not respond to negativity with my own angst and negativity. And Mm -hmm. um, so it it really does have so much to do with uh, taking care of myself in order to take care of my relationship with my kids. Um, And again, for me, that is easier to do when I have more time to myself. And so it really is a priority for me uh, at the beginning of every school year. It's an, it's an opportunity. What did you say earlier that you said something great, uh, Christy, about it being an an Mm -hmm. opportunity for greatness. That's the beginning of the school year to me, an opportunity Mm -hmm. for me to, you know, wherever I've been off track to get back on track and have the opportunity to be a great mom all over again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's, um, and really, you're really inspiring to, you know, you're really inspiring to me listening to you. Um, when you said that you, you know, are refusing to react to any negativity with your own angst. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so powerful because it sounds like you're 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 not ignoring it, but you're not feeding into it with you know that same type of angst. And that's so important because mm-hmm. um, you know you're you, it sounds like you're you're acknowledging that that it's there, but you're you're not feeding into it. You can acknowledge it mm-hmm. without feeding it. Do you know what I'm saying? And that yes, sounds like what, I how you explained it mm-hmm. is I think that's a, you know, you're making some very, um, you've gotten to the point, it sounds like, that you're making some, you know, very conscious and um, steps forward to acknowledge certain things um, in ways that don't um, feed them. That's really yes. powerful to me mm-hmm. because during the school day, there are behaviors that, you know, have to be um, mm-hmm. acknowledged. It's that whole thing about, you you know, ignoring is not, um, I'm blanking on the phrase, but not acknowledging is, is not the same as ignoring. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like when you say, the other thing I want to recognize you for is, 
you're it sounds like you're so perceptive when you when they get when you see them and they get mm. in the car you see them at the end of the school day and you're mm. you know asking them specific questions and then you're reading their answers that's so mm. perceptive and what you oh, know thank you're you. taking that information and then just think about the trajectory that you're sending them off on for their you know for the mm. rest of their lives you know it's it's these mm. little steps now and then it just you know it's exponential and I really believe Christy, that. Christy, thank you. Goodness. Everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I, I have, um, I've been through the muddy waters and, <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> I go back there. Um, mm-hmm. but, but hopefully I, um, mm-hmm. I, I find my way back to the top, uh, without mm-hmm. too long. And, and, and I love, um, the, the word that you use, at the beginning to describe nurtured heart approach, which is that it, that it is a practice, a living practice, because, you know, as parents, I'm sure as teachers also, um, we, we will not do things perfectly. Um, I can't say that every day after school, I do it as well as I just described, but, um, but we, you know, we acknowledge our, our humanity and we acknowledge that we make mistakes and then we reset and we get back on mm-hmm. track. And um, when we practice something, not only do we continue to learn about it, but we also get better, you know. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so uh, my, my kids have given me a lot of practice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, um, and they have, have, uh, have made me, I think, a more perceptive person and it's interesting Mm -hmm. because some of the challenges I I may not have asked for but I can truly say um, that I am better for them and I think that's Mm -hmm. something good to remember anytime the the kiddo or the student in our life gives us a real run for our money is that Mm -hmm. um, here is a child who will change me and that's Mm -hmm. a good thing yeah yeah I've had several students that have made me a better teacher. You know, like yeah. when you embrace it and breathe it in, you find what they need. Right. And, um, right. And that's the art of teaching or living or parenting or anything. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I think there's, there's real beauty in that to embrace the challenge, embrace the trickiness of the moment, breathe it mm-hmm. in. Through it, reset mm-hmm. into the presence of the moment and being fully and completely mm-hmm. present with that child, mm-hmm. whatever yes. they're going through. And that is not easy. No, it's right. not easy. Right. But when we mm-hmm. really, really dig deep down within ourselves and pull that strength out to be able mm-hmm. to breathe, reset, and give recognition, breathe, reset, give recognition, take a step back. Mm-hmm. Come mm-hmm. back into the child, you know, whatever whatever that dance might look like is different, obviously mm-hmm. for each, each situation. But uh, mm-hmm. that's where that's where the beauty lies. I think that's where the mm-hmm. real growth lies for mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a handout. It's an oval. the The shape of the oval is made by hearts, and it's yeah. the notching. Mm-hmm. It's how notching it up. And that's right. really come to life for me, that image, the, this mm-hmm. past month. And, um, mm. you know, I get um, like, what if this kid does that? Or what if 
you know, the student does that, and it's really coming back to that that process of Christy, you know, do you want to just keep super keep fast going. give mm-hmm. an explanation of that process so that the listeners know what you're sure. what the, what the process so, is? So it's um, it's the three stands, and the first stand is that you 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 know you you absolutely say no to energizing. Um, sorry, that's my school bell. Okay. You, you, you uh, say no to energizing negative um, behaviors, behaviors that don't carry you forward. The second stand is that you uh, relentlessly energize the positive things, things that are going great. And then the third stand is that you're very clear with um, your limits or your rules or your expectations. And so when you're notching it up, if you can imagine those three stands taking a breath in between each one, and mm-hmm. um, it's a continuous process, and it happens in, in moments. I mean, I literally mm-hmm. go through this process all day um, mm-hmm. of resetting myself, of acknowledging, of clarifying, of breathing, resetting, um, it's just an ongoing process, and the, the visual is an oval of of hearts, and then in between of the of the three stands, you know, say no, say yes, clarity, and in between each heart is a breath. Um, hmm. And you know, it's the resetting in the breathing is is also resetting what's triggering us. So if a student's doing something and I get triggered, hmm. Is it is that why is that triggering me when something else isn't? And sometimes it's hmm. oh that's my own trigger, so I breathe through it. And then what's going great? What's going right? Oh, you know what? He's in his desk. That's going hmm. great. That's great. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing mm-hmm. that insight into mm-hmm. a teacher's mind in the classroom. I know that that's um, powerful for a lot of our listeners to hear how mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm how Nurtured Heart works for a teacher in a classroom mm-hmm. in those moments of being triggered. And um, that mm-hmm. was a beautiful visual that you provided. So thank you for that. Yes, sure. Now, mm-hmm. ladies, I, this happens every single time. The 45 minutes of our <laughs> podcast is like a half a second long is what it feels like. It is time to wrap wow. up our show. I know. Wow. So it went fast. <laughs> It does. And I think that it speaks to the intentionality of the two of you that, um, that you had in this conversation to be uh, pointed and from your heart and speak your truth um, about nurtured heart and what it is for you in your life. So I appreciate both of you for um, sharing with us and taking your time, taking time out of your lives to, for today. Now, before we wrap up, do either of you have any tangible tools for implementing an NHA that you want to share or just the last, you know, word, last minute words of wisdom you want to share with our guests? Mm-hmm. I mean, our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, this is Anne, and I, there are a couple of things that um, – that I've thought about here recently that, that just stand out to me that help me in my own um, practice of nurtured heart approach. And um, one is to recognize that when I am having a difficult time with my child and it seems like things are escalating instead of going 
the other direction, it is often because I am wanting to control the situation. And I have to remember that control is not the end goal. Um, and that um, really what I'm after is uh, um, having a deep relationship with my child and teaching my child, helping to uh, mold and shape uh, both of them in their own self-control. And that's not going to happen if I am seeking to control them. So um, I always have to take a step back, and I, I think about the image that you just shared, Christy, of the, where the heart is, um, that you take a breath in those moments and mm-hmm. um, reset and then proceed through the three stands. And I read an article, I don't remember where I read this uh, recently, I think it was in Real Simple Magazine, actually, but... Um, the author said something about how negative experiences are stickier than Mm. positives. Mm. And I thought, ah, love Mm. that image because it speaks to why the negative just seems to loom so large. And so Mm -hmm. um, that helps me to think about how important it is for us as we practice nurtured heart approach to make sure that our positives and the things that we want to highlight in our kids' lives are sticky positive. How can we make these positive things really sticky, feel good, juicy? And so I just I love that idea. Of I love that. Sticky. I am going to walk around and I'm going to tell everybody to make your positive sticky <laughs> <spooky> today. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's one of my things right now is trying to make the positive stickier. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that too. Yeah, I love that. Um, for me, I guess my final words are to um, again, I just think of it as a practice that um, I live through every that I live with every day, and mm-hmm. um, uh, and it's just a very fulfilling. Um, thing to to try to um implement in my in my daily life um from mm-hmm. home life to <clears throat> my two rescue dogs <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like what my reactions to my rescue dogs and um mm-hmm. and my students and my colleagues and all the all the choices that we make and that inner inner portfolio you know the self talk that we have um mm-hmm. It's just a, a, an approach that has really, um, it's really spoke to me with mm-hmm. what I want to accomplish in my, in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The living practice. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, you guys, thank you so much. I, I, I appreciate your time and I appreciate you being here and I appreciate what you're doing in your communities. Um, and with your family. So thank you so much. And just a reminder for our listeners, you you can go to our website, www.childrensuccessfoundation.com for more information on training in your area and free resources. All right. Take care, everybody. Thank Thank you you so much. Bye. To your greatness, greatness too. Thank you.
At T-Mobile, when we see our country's military, we don't just see uniforms. We see the people behind them. We're proud to support military families by offering them half-off family lines. And we're committed to hiring 10,000 veterans and military spouses to be part of our workforce in the next five years. Because no matter where or when you serve, T-Mobile stands ready to serve you. Visit a T-Mobile store today. Submit military info within 45 days or plan becomes T-Mobile One at up to $20 more per line. Half-off additional line price for lines two through six versus T-Mobile One with auto pay. At T-Mobile, when we see our country's military, we don't just see uniforms. We see the people behind them. We're proud to support military families by offering them half-off family lines. And we're committed to hiring 10,000 veterans and military spouses to be part of our workforce in the next five years. Because no matter where or when you serve, T-Mobile stands ready to serve you. Visit a T-Mobile store today. Submit military info within 45 days or plan becomes T-Mobile One at up to $20 more per line. Half-off additional line price for lines two through six versus T-Mobile One with auto pay.